welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hello, friends. We're back for another lovely episode of Adam's Rib. I'm here with my girl, Lindsay. Hey. I'm Nichelle. I totally butchered her opening, but it's okay. No, it's fine. <laughs> so today, um, we want to encourage you all to stay connected with us if you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We have a website. Michelle's new. It's cool. It's cool. We have a website, adamsrippodcast.com. You can email us with questions, concerns, yeah. comments, prayer requests, adamsrippodcast at gmail.com. We have a brand new episode that comes out every single Tuesday in SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. So we a little bit of everywhere. Yeah. A little bit. That's a little bit of like everywhere. A lot. <laughs> So today we're going to kind of touch on maybe a little bit of a sensitive topic and um, want to provide you guys definitely with an element of transparency. Um, so please feel free to chime in, send us your prayer requests, send us your thoughts about this, um, and we want to hear your stories. I think I should also mention that we have a new lovely team member to Adam's Rib. Miss Alyssa will be joining us behind the scenes. Um, as a virtual assistant. So we're excited to see this ministry expand. And she'll help us be even more connected to you. Yes, yes, it's yes. it's rough out here, y'all. We got day jobs and stuff. Like, and we wish no we could be with you. It's not, ministry. but we wish we could be with you all the time. But we yeah. got bills, and I can't always Amen. connect with you when I'm working. I'm but just you know honest. the Lord said <laughs> in the gap. So we just claim it. We're claiming expansion and growth with Adam's Ribs. Y'all know how it is. Y'all got jobs. Supporting. <laughs> Lindsay is so much, y'all. Um, so let's talk about um, being hurt but still called. And so I was chatting with Lindsay before we jumped on with you guys, and she said that this was a little bit challenging it for is. her. And I had some notes in my phone. Now um, I can't find it. See how the Lord works. It, it's okay because you know what? You're going to go off the dome with this amen <laughs> and offer us some transparency. So um, the, the key thing that I thought of when talking about being hurt but still called, like what does that mean? I think so often when we talk about our Christian walks, we want to talk about the blessing side of things, the good stuff, Mm -hmm. right? We want to talk about God gave me an increase on my job. God gave me an amazing spouse. God gave me amazing children. God gave me promotions. Um, You know, all these things we want to talk about on the good side. We very rarely ever want to talk about, you know, I've experienced abuse or Mm -hmm. I still struggle with sin or I've seen things in life. And sometimes we get so hung up on the messy stuff of our message that we miss our blessing and we don't think that we can still be called. And so, you know, we we look at people and we assess people like, oh, they're in a mess. They can't minister. Mm -hmm. And and to be honest, some of the messiest people in the Bible were some of the (laughs) Wrongest dang ministers, oh, right? Oh my God. So I want to talk a little bit about our friend David. Now he was a hot mess. Friend, girl, that's my cousin. Cousin David, <laughs> Uncle David, <laughs> nephew, 
whatever you want to call him, that man was a hot mess. And what do I mean when I say that? I mean that he was not perfect. Everyone loves to talk about him defeating Goliath, but we don't mm-hmm. talk about his mess mm-hmm. and how even with his mess, God was still able um, to use him to kind of encourage us today. Like when I think about the fact that David was an adulterer, I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. Lord, you didn't use the messiest of the messy, didn't you? Did you where'd you where'd you find him? Right. Um, and so I think it's really important. So before I, I kind of dive into the points I want to cover, I mean, I'll just share a, a little bit about my mess and how it is a ministry now. And so um I was very, 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 very much a hot mess as a high school student and as a college student. Um, and I had experienced a lot of trauma growing up. And, and when I got to college, I went into college as a virgin mm-hmm. and was always like, you know what? Like, I'm going to save myself for my husband. That was always my biggest thing. I'm like, I'm saving myself for my husband. I didn't even know what that looked like. Mm-hmm. I just knew that people always said, right. women of God was always like, don't have sex until you get married. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's just, you know, yeah. what I'll do. Um, what I didn't realize was that even and and I'm not encouraging anyone to step out or right. you know be out here shooting the breeze with somebody doing whatever you do, but I'm saying that despite where I was and despite the bad decisions that I made and despite the number of times that I stared death in the face, God still has allowed me um, to minister to people, mm-hmm. and so it was a journey for me. It was a journey to purity. I knew that God was calling me to tap into that lifestyle and I fought it for a long time because I couldn't figure out like God why would you want me to be pure now when I've made so many bad mistakes Mm -hmm. like I've already done enough like why why do I have to give you that side of me and then why do I have to tell people about that Mm -hmm. side right like it's just some stuff you kind of want to hide in your closet because you already know I struggle with telling people my messy so I do. Mm-hmm. I still. That's why I'm sitting here quiet. <laughs> like, ooh, y'all in the shell of mess. <laughs> and that's playing. fine. That's fine. Y'all pray for me on that because I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I have found? I'm gonna be real with you. I find that my ministry is strongest when I am transparent. Praise God. Because. <laughs> I'm so shady, no, I, I I admire that because I'm not there yet. <laughs> and you know what? It it definitely is. Maybe that's why I struggled with this. I think that's why. Because I'm just not there yet. Because you're not there mm-hmm. yet. And, and and you know what though? It's crazy because there are times where I'm ministering to women and I don't even remember what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I said. But yeah. it sticks with them for years. Mm-hmm. And so I always feel like when I can't really readily say what I was talking about, but it moves in your heart like that, Mm -hmm. that is the Holy Spirit using me as a vessel in that moment to communicate with you. And I love that he does that when I am transparent, because Mm -hmm. that's the true reflection of who God is. When you can be transparent and say, look, y'all, I was jacked up. Look, y'all had this assault happen to me. Mm -hmm. I'm a victim of this. I grew up in this lifestyle. I've been broke and hungry. And, and just, you know, really struggling. When you can say that, and then people see me now, and they like, you don't look like nothing you've mm-hmm. been through. That gives God the glory. God ain't worried about you telling everybody all the blessings and stuff that you have when you're not going to tell them the mess that came with it or the mm-hmm. message that came with it or the testimony um, that came with it. And so even with Jesus, mm-hmm. we don't only talk about the fact that he rose on the third day. We talk <laughs> about the journey all the way to yeah. the cross. We talk about those 40 days and those 40 nights that he had to spend, in a sense, suffering. Mm -hmm. We see visually 
in movies now and almost every place on the internet, we see him nailed to the cross. Yeah. God didn't wipe out that part of the story. God right. was like, no, y'all going to see what oh, my I son did. That all right. Hello, yeah, yeah, be yeah, him yeah. beyond recognition. Yeah. And I don't say that on air today to kind of scare anyone, but I'm just saying if, if God can let Jesus's testimony mm-hmm. be that transparent and that mm-hmm. visual, who are we to be holding on to what, what God has done for us? Because that's what it is. When you come out on the other side of something, that is something that God did for you. When you are afraid to share it, it is my belief that you don't trust what he's done for you in that moment. Or you are fearful that what he's done in that moment is not um, not going to be re- received well by other people. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole different battle that you have to fight. Because it does expose some stuff about you. Y'all, I will expose in a minute that I was a hot mess. Yeah. Because I'm like, where I am now... Mm-hmm. Where I am now, only Lord knows how I got here. But but the beautiful thing is, despite our mess, he is the author of time. Mm-hmm. He is the complete author of our narrative. So if God wrote our stories for us and we choose to trust and believe in that, then we know that there's a blessing on the other side of our mess. So even if today, right now, you're in a situation where you like, this is ugly. Mm-hmm. This hurts. This don't feel right. You know, like, I can't tell people that I did this. I can't tell people that I've been through this. I can't tell people that these things have happened Mm -hmm. to me. If you trust and believe God, I am willing to bet my best paycheck. And that's saying a lot because your girl be broke some days, okay? I just told y'all we got bills (laughs) and day jobs. (laughs) I truly believe if you can just trust him in this moment, I promise you there is a beautiful a, a beautiful side of the story later. And that later may be tomorrow. That could be 15 minutes from now. You may listen to this episode and really break through some things. You may really separate yourself um, from things that maybe are having you ashamed. And, and, and one thing that I um, I love is that when Jesus died on the cross, he nailed all of our shame, all of our embarrassment. He nailed all of discomfort. He nailed all of that stuff to the cross with him so that we don't have to carry it he took up that cross for us he carried that burden for us and so um yeah so i want to ask you like what is it when you think about the goodness of god because i know that you're a god filled Mm -hmm. and anointed woman y'all lizzie can pray some stuff up off of you i'm telling (laughs) you she can pray some stuff up off of you amen but what is it about being transparent that what what's the real struggle? Like, why do we struggle to be transparent? Are you asking me specifically? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm asking you, Miss Arnold. Well, I'm like, well, if I wasn't struggling, I'd be able to share a little more transparent about Amen. why I can't be transparent. <laughs> Amen. But we about to we about to break some of this stuff. I think because of, of all the things that you've just said, like it it feels shameful sometimes, mm-hmm. and I just and I, and I feel like sometimes I I think people will, would judge me. Amen. Even though if you really reflect, it's like, well, my life really, it wasn't that bad, you know, mm-hmm. not to say like, all these women I heard lives is way worse. I'm not saying that, but you know, I've seen worse, Yeah, amen. <laughs> you know, is, is my point. So I don't know. It's not even the fact that I don't feel like God can use me because I clearly he can. I've seen that throughout my life time and time and time and time again. But I think I struggle with what would people think? And I think I struggle with think, even facing that within my own self. <laughs> but so, so even if they were to think, "Wow, Lindsay's crazy," which she is, y'all, she's crazy. Slightly. But even if people were to think, <laughs> "Like, wow, Lindsay's crazy," or "Wow, Lindsay's mm-hmm. imperfect," mm-hmm. what's wrong with that? I don't know. <laughs> and I Amen. think maybe it's because I do do this podcast. But I think I was even like that before I even started this mm-hmm. podcast. That I'm, 
I'm just, I keep a lot of things inside, mm -hmm. a lot of things. Not to say that I'm like struggling with all these deep, dark things, but I do yeah. struggle with some deeply rooted yeah. things. And there was a time, me and Jessica did the episode, I mean, this had been two years ago. I remember it was called The Overeating Alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And I think we were basically focusing on, you know, bad habits of, well, we're struggling with this, so we basically want to heal ourselves through this. Yeah. And it, I mean, I struggle with to even admit <laughs> yeah. that I feel like I, for a little bit, had low-key a slight drinking problem. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really struggle with that. Don't, don't use the language and of men. And I know, but I want it. to, because I don't want to see people yeah. sitting here thinking, like, I was driving drunk, that was not the case. Yeah, but it don't matter. <laughs> it does matter. It don't matter. It does matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know why it doesn't matter? Because mm -hmm. God is the same God in the situation where you were taking one shot or mm -hmm. ten. Mm -hmm. Right? And because, you know what, so me and Michelle, I actually met Michelle at a through a small group at um, uh, our church in Bloomington where we Lord live. have mercy. I'm going to tell you about that one day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and so, sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. And I don't know if you were my leader at that point or not. I don't remember. But I finally, like, opened up mm -hmm. about that. I was just like, oh, my gosh. And, like, I work at that school. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, this is probably going to get back to my job. Oh, my God, they mm -hmm. don't think if I'm late it's because I was drinking. No, I've been healed or renewed. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. so you get to go through the, all these things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As they go through all these things, I think I've shared this even on the episode. I mean, it was to the point where, you know, I was just like, just really kind of down and depressed and just in a really dark place for like a while to mm -hmm. the point I would drink all night, wouldn't, couldn't get up and go to work the next day sometimes. Wow. And so that's why I'm like, okay, Liz, I'm going to lose my job. I got to get my life together. Yeah. <laughs> get it together. So that's why I say it was brief, but it was dark. It was so a dark So let me brief. ask you this. What led you into that season of your life? Because I'm sure you weren't always like that. Mm -hmm. So how did you get there? I'm not ready to talk about that. I'm going to okay. be honest. Okay. I'm going to be 100% okay. honest with you. That's, that's fine. It was, it was just a lot. Okay. <laughs> it was. It was just a lot. So I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. So <laughs> I am. The, I'm going to leave it at that. The reason why I asked that, though, was because the, the follow-up question was going to be, from where you started at that point, can mm -hmm. you see a difference in your life Oh, now? yeah. Amen. And so, oh, so that's yeah. the whole That's the whole. That's that's why we do this, right? Mm -hmm. That's why we continue to live this life with Christ because there's another side to it, mm -hmm. right? There's another side. And so for our listeners um, and for the women that I minister to, I never want them to feel like they're the only one. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they don't know that they're not the only one until we open our mouths and share, mm -hmm. right? And so um, for me personally, in college... That's when, a good point. You're not the only one. So you're not the only one. That no, resonated no, with me. No, I'm, I'm glad that it did. Yeah. And I think too... And I, I share this in my small group ministry with my church, too. I always say, sometimes you are literally the person that will get someone else to the cross. Mm -hmm. When they can look and say, like, wow, like I identify with you. And if God did it for you, I know he can mm -hmm. do it for me. Or I hope that he can do it for me. Or I'm praying that he can do it yeah. for me. That is a salvation that we're talking mm -hmm. about. And so we don't have time. And, and you know, this is not me coming for you because, you know, I love you. We have these conversations. Mm -hmm. But... We don't have time to be sitting over here on what God has done for mm -hmm. us and not willing to share it with the world mm -hmm. because we're trying to get everybody to party in heaven. Yeah. We're trying to get everybody right. to party Pray for me heaven. about that, y'all. Because you're absolutely right. I'm going to be praying. But you know, we're in a season of expansion and, and, and growth. And I think this mm -hmm. is not just for the ministry, but for us as, yep. as women too. Um, when I was in college, like I really struggled with purity. So I was raped while I was in college. Mm -hmm. Um, and after that, like I've, I've shared before, I really wanted to save myself for my husband. Mm -hmm. 
After that, I made a series of bad mm-hmm. decisions in response, not as an excuse, but in response to yeah. the trauma, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And every time, y'all, I kid y'all not, every time I knew God was going to be like, really, Michelle? Yeah. Like, you just prayed right. two weeks ago, 24 hours ago. Yep. Lord, help me not do it again, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't have a repentant heart. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to get on the other side of doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't repenting. I wasn't saying, God, help change me. Yeah. I was just saying, God, help change the situation. Were you still hurting from the trauma? Absolutely. And that goes back to hurting, but still called. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And mm-hmm. it's so funny because now, if, if you know me, One of the things I talk to women about all the time is the power of purity. Mm -hmm. And not just women, but men as well, but the power of purity. And so it's so funny that, um, so I'm going, praise God, been celibate for a number of years now. But even before then, I was always like, God, I can never share this story with Mm -hmm. anybody. I can never tell people that I was raped. Mm -hmm. Like, they go look at me like, you? Mm -hmm. How? During all of this, I found myself in an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. People was like, Michelle? What do you mean, how? That's what, sorry, that's where, like, rape knows no color, no gender, no it religion. It doesn't, but I you don't saying, readily yeah. assign yeah. rape to people. No. There are just some no. people that yeah. you think of, like, oh, that would never happen yes. to you. Yes, yeah, You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I that could you. never be your story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, God has really used me through that. And I remember when I was... Um, in, a, in an abusive relationship and one of the ways that he was abusive was definitely sexually like he would mm-hmm. take he would take advantage of that all the time mm-hmm. and I remember praying a prayer I was like Lord if you get me out of this I ain't doing this no more mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna wait for my wedding day for real mm-hmm. Lord got me up out of that yeah I didn't wait right I didn't know I didn't <laughs> yeah. wait and God knew you God knew that <laughs> but he knew my heart wanted to yes but he knew that my flesh yes yeah. My flesh, mm-hmm. I didn't have self-discipline or control mm-hmm. over my flesh, mm-hmm. which is really important, y'all. You have to have self-discipline um, because the world is not going to stop handing you Ooh, that should be an temptation. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> I do that all the time. Someone reference I'm like, Ooh, that should be another episode. <laughs> the world is not going to stop handing you temptations. How you respond to those temptations reflects your relationship with God. And so I had to really get myself in check. But I remember... There became a time where I had to start praying a little bit differently about my struggles. And and one of the prayers that I prayed, y'all, was, Lord, every time I get ready to have sex Mm -hmm. or do anything of a sexual nature, I need you to physically make me sick Mm. so that I cannot go forward with this, right? That sounds like a crazy prayer, y'all, but it worked. And and not to give y'all too much information, but I promise you, the last time, <laughs> the last time, it was enough to embarrass me to the point where I was like, oh, yeah, I got, can't got what do you this. For. <laughs> I, I, I got exactly what I prayed for. So some people are like, um, that's a little bit of a drastic mm-hmm. prayer. Like that's doing a lot. But I knew for me that my flesh was so weak and that I did not have self-discipline that I could only get through this mm-hmm. by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I was okay with getting through it by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so... Um, Sometimes that's the only thing that can get you through. If you think you're going to get through something so traumatic, harmful, and hurtful that you can get through by yourself, you can't. And I'm a living witness. You really think you can. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll get through this. And you look up like, why am I drowning? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I also think that when we hold things in and we don't fully share who God is in our lives, we have to stay stuck in that season of trauma mm-hmm. because part of your exit from trauma is addressing it and yeah. dealing with it, right? 
And so we'd be praying to God for things. Like, for example, I know I was praying like, God, where's my husband? Mm -hmm. Where's my husband? Where's my husband? But I had not addressed any of the marriages that I had been in when I laid down with these mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. And so until I could divorce these men yeah. and separate myself from that and get myself back to a place where I knew that I was the bride of my mm-hmm. of, of God, right? Like just knowing whose bride I actually was, I could not possibly find myself in a healthy relationship. Yeah. I got that breakthrough when I started to open my mouth. Yeah. And sometimes this started off as, let me just tell my pastor that this is what I'm struggling with. Mm-hmm. Then God surrounded me by godly women. It was like, okay, y'all, I need y'all to be accountable. Like my closest girlfriends know if Michelle sends you a period in the mm-hmm. text message, you need to FaceTime her right away. Right. <laughs> she's in a situation she don't need to be in or she's feeling a little weak with the flesh. And my girls, it can be two or three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. They will FaceTime me. They will call me. Some of them pop up at the house like, knock, knock, knock. I, what you doing? You've done that. Michelle, mm-hmm. we heard from you. Yes, she wasn't even there. to pop up before I was out of town. But she was like, uh, where are you doing it? Why are these people? <laughs> Some white man opened the door, y'all said, oh, Michelle, where you at, girl? And it was an Airbnb guest. <laughs> I know you back up in there. We got you. I was panicking. I was trying to make sure I wasn't being kidnapped. But no, I think that's, I think it's really important. And one thing that, um, I think in our minds, things make sense and they're justified. And so we, when we speak them, we try to minimize the impact of, of who God was in our life. And that's why I was telling you, you know, when we talk about alcoholism or whatever your addiction may be, or whatever your struggle may be, don't talk about it and minimize it. Mm-hmm. Magnify who God is in the mm-hmm. situation. Call it for what it is. And when you begin to speak things, you begin to minister, you begin to put things into your environment that say, I am healing. Yeah. I am moving forward. I'm truly dealing with this. And I think in order for our ministry to grow individually, we have to definitely be willing to, to grow through some things. And so I came up with a few, because I know Lindsay Love lists, mm-hmm. a few things, the, the four types of people, um, the four types of God's people. And this is really important because sometimes we fall in one area, sometimes we fall in four areas. But this helps us identify the hurts in our life and, and how God can still use us. Mm-hmm. So there are the people who love God. There are the people who submit to him. There are people who believe in him. And then there are people who realize how much they need him. So they love him. Mm-hmm. They submit to him. They believe in him. And they realize how much they need him. And I just, I mean, personally, I'm trying to be all four. Yeah. All four. And don't even necessarily have to come in that order. but <laughs> You don't have to come in that order. Yeah. But I'm just trying to claim... All of that, right? Or I'm trying to be that person that loves him and trusts him and believes in him and knows that I need him and then submit to him, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes submitting to him says, I need you to minister. I need you to bless your neighbor by opening your mouth. I didn't give you this story for no reason. Yeah. Amen. So we're going to keep Lindsay in prayer. Thank you. Nichelle ministered to me today, so I'm sitting here quiet. (laughs) Well, sometimes I think that... Um, again, not to keep going back, but you know, mm-hmm. Jessica was with us for so long. We, we would have those type of encounters. Jessica would be like, girl, you about to minister to me and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you got this one because yeah. I, need, I needed to hear this. And sometimes Absolutely. just really random off the cuff and we'll, we'll wrap up in prayer is that even when you're in ministry, sometimes you need to get fed too. And so I yes. think that's why God didn't really give me anything to say on this because I think I needed to receive all of this mm-hmm. this time. <laughs> and we're going to check back in. I'm a check-in type of girl. So we're going to check in and see where you are in, in 90 days, six months, and a year. And before we um, close out in prayer, I do want to invite you all to connect with us. Share with us your testimonies, any questions that you have. If you want to know more intimately about any of our stories, 
please hit us up on any of the sites that we're on that we're connected to because we we want to pour into you and and let you know that your hurt is real it's raw but it's still relevant mm-hmm. amen amen so we're gonna wrap it up in prayer okay. well god we just thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your grace. We thank you that you are positioning us for our purpose, no matter what our past, no matter what we have gone through, no matter what our circumstances. We know and we are thankful that you're able to turn that around all for your glory, Lord God. We ask and pray over transparency, transparency in a heart of repentance, Lord God, whatever that we need to lay at the altar at your feet. We pray that you allow us to just walk through that door so that our testimony can be even greater to glorify your name, Lord God. I thank you for all of our new listeners i thank you for all of our past listeners and i thank yes. you that you're allowing them to walk with us on this journey because our listeners know that we are not perfect but we're so grateful that we serve a heavenly and perfect Amen. father Lord God. and so we pray that you be with our listeners throughout this whole entire week and we thank you for this ministry we thank you for your son and we thank you for just eternal life that you have gifted us with in jesus name we pray shala i told you i should be a prayer warrior Thanks, y'all, for listening, and we'll catch you next week.